0: Hello and welcome to the first podcast of Scotland's AI Strategies podcast channel. My name is Steph Wright. I'm the head of the Scottish AI Alliance Support Circle team at the Data Lab. And today I have with me two fantastic guests who are going to have a chat about the first 100 days of Scotland's AI strategy. So I'm going to hand you over to Gillian Doherty, CEO of the Data Lab and
1: chair of the Scottish AI Alliance. Thank you very much, uh, Steph. And it's a real pleasure to be here at the first podcast. And I'm delighted to be joined by Albert King. Chief Data Officer for Scottish Government, and uh, the official Accountable Officer for the AI strategy for Scotland and the implementation through the work that we're doing at the AI Alliance. Welcome Albert.
0: Hi, Gillian. Brilliant to be here, as you say at this first podcast. quite quite an event.
1: It absolutely is. and and can I just say a hundred days goes past very quickly, does it not?
0: Doesn't it though? Yeah, um, it felt like we were giving ourselves plenty of time to do to achieve some fairly ambitious goals in 100 days, and uh, it's 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 really slipped by. So um, can't quite believe we're here already.
1: Absolutely, and rewinding back those 100 days to to March um, earlier on in 2021 and the launch of the AI strategy. Obviously, there was. A lot of work had gone into the previous 12 or so months in preparation and creating the strategy and, and preparing for the launch. And it's been really encouraging to see the feedback from both the, the launch event itself, yeah. but also the broader feedback on the AI strategy and the vision that it sets out for Scotland. Can you share, Albert, some of your thoughts on that, um, your your team we're you know leading the development of that strategy and it must be pleasing to see some of the feedback that's coming back from around the world.
0: Absolutely Gillian I mean you know reflecting on the launch you know like you say um, it's a great event in itself Um, and you know we we had uh, amazing sort of engagement actually on the day from people from around the UK from internationally uh, as well as people importantly from around Scotland so and that high level of interest has really been sustained. I've been really uh, amazed, actually, and and struck by just how engaged people are, um, you know, with what the agenda that we're setting out in the AI strategy, the ambition that we've articulated. um, And particularly, I think that the thing that seems to have differentiated it for people is that sort of really citizen-centric approach um, and the way that we are, I suppose, trying to address those key questions about what it means to be a citizen in a digital future that's powered by ai mm-hmm. and kind of what can what kind of country do we want want to be um but like you say Gillian, you know it felt like a great achievement to launch the strategy but as the cliche goes the hard work starts here right um and uh, yeah uh,
1: absolutely and it certainly did and uh, i recall uh, at, at the launch and um i guess my role as the ai alliance chair and ultimately pulling together the the teams that will work with you and, and the government in implementing the recommendations both set out in the strategy. And indeed, you know, we are keeping our eyes open and understanding what's going on in the world around us because things will change over time. Uh, but, you know, we have got going uh, and, you know, th- On that day, we also launched the application process for people to come and join the the leadership circle and to notes of interest for the delivery and the community circles. And we were delighted with the response and we had uh, a whole breadth of talented individuals uh, apply for that leadership circle. And uh, through... A lot of effort on on your part and the teams albert and myself and steph in the data lab uh we uh got that circle down to or, or the appointees to that circle uh down to the the really core group that we are excited to work with and we held our first meeting on the 7th of june uh, as we had laid out in the in the strategy that we would do that in the first hundred days and we are uh pleased to to see that circle coming together and it'd be good to explore your reflections on that group that we've pulled together into the leadership circle and their passion which clearly came through from my perspective when we got together in June.
0: Yeah I think that word of passion Gillian you're you're so right you know the the team did a fantastic job Uh, uh, you know taking what was an amazing response, a range of responses we got from from people and and bringing that group together. Um, And that first meeting, I think it really came through really clearly. The commitment people uh, around that table have from just a fantastic range of backgrounds, right? From from industry, from academia, from really across all of of Scottish society um, and, and beyond. To helping us to unlock the the ambition that you know we, we articulated in, in the strategy to be um, trusted, ethical, uh, and inclusive in the way that we adopt AI here in Scotland, um, and I think that really came through in the conversation, um, actually in a number of ways. You know, there was the enthusiasm uh, and, around making sure that we think really carefully about the different um, perspectives of um, uh, people who will want to kind of access the Scottish playbook for AI uh, and the way that um, we provide really kind of meaningful pathways through that. Um, but, you know, yeah, g- generally, I think as a group, um, I thought it was um, a fantastic start and, uh, uh, you know, good to see that the sort of um, ambition that we, that we had for that group is starting to be fulfilled. Uh, and I'm sure that we'll do some great work um, in future.
1: Absolutely, and we'll, we'll probably come back to to some of the things we discussed um, at that first meeting of the leadership circle. But you know, I think uh, on the actions, w- 1.1 1. 1 was established the the AI lines, including our board members uh, in the leadership circle, and it's great to to say that we've done that. We've done that in the timescale that we laid out, and and we're extremely happy with the the people who have come forward to join that. And and the second part of that that very first action was about building uh, an effective or start to build an effective mechanism to ensure civil society's full participation. And um, again, we've 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 got going on that. Albert, do you want to share uh, the the current plans for for that activity?
0: Yeah, absolutely, Gillian. So we've. Um we're shaping up a a really good um, round table to start that off, to kick that off with civil society organizations. So um, I'll give a plug for it on the 5th of July. Um, And a really good range of um, organizations um, being, you know, looking to be part of that. We've got 13 organizations already signed up. Um, Again, bringing perspectives from our communities, from our young people here in Scotland, the third sector and academia. Um, so I think that you know shapes up really well, and, and that initial conversation will help us to um, develop, uh, continue to mature and develop that approach, and grow it out and build on that on that foundation. So yeah, I think that's that's shaping up really well. And again, you know, as you say, um, delivering on that commitment in the first hundred days, um, which I think hopefully gives that real sense of progress and, and momentum.
1: Absolutely, and I think touching on something you said earlier, Albert, about the. The feedback we've received on the AI strategy and the, the importance of pu- putting our people at the heart of it, this is really, really essential because unless we do engage uh, and build that effective mechanism for engaging civil society, we can't possibly claim to have our people at the heart of it. So, so it's a it's a kind of fundamental foundation to. The work of the AI Alliance and implementing that strategy. So it's it's really exciting to see that those range of participants um, for the, the roundtable on the 5th of July. And to, to really ask those as expert organisations and engaging um, society, their views and opinions of how best to do that in the context of the work of the AI Alliance, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. So it's very much living our values, isn't it? And um uh bringing that to the fore in um the way we take forward the uh the the strategy as you say julian um yeah
1: uh, yeah and of course the ai uh, ai strategy is is not happening in in blissful isolation um or indeed of ignorance of other things that are happening in scotland and and uh Earlier in, in 2020, we had the Scottish Tech Ecosystem Review and then round about the same time as the AI strategy was launched, the Refresh Digital Strategy. And the the second thing we did promise we would do in, in the first 100 days was work with partners to ensure that wider strategic alignment. And um, certainly, you know, you and I and our, our teams have been engaged in in regular meetings and it'd be good to maybe explore that and to, to understand from your perspective how that might develop Albert.
0: I mean I think I'm glad you mentioned the Scottish Tech ecosystem Review there Jen, because I think that's a really great example of how these initiatives really complement each other you know that's um, establishing the sort of the conditions really for a thriving innovation Ecosystem here in Scotland and the AI strategy, you know, complements that really nicely by addressing the issues about how we adopt that technology in particular. And similarly, yeah. the, the digital strategy, creating those sort of um, digital foundations for our public services. So, as you say, you know, our teams have been working really co- closely with the colleagues across government to make sure that these initiatives continue to be complementary. that we identify the actions that that we need to take to uh, align across those initiatives. But I think as well, you know, part of this is about the value of the dialogue with, with other nations as well as build on the connections we've made through, I guess, through the development process actually of, of the AI strategy and bring that into um, the way we deliver, whether it's across the UK, you know, for example, with the Office for AI or indeed with our EU and, and global partners that, that we Consulted on as we were developing our AI strategy to learn from the best, and uh, and now that we've we've launched it, that we start to develop that dialogue uh, even more.
1: Absolutely, and obviously, um, there's lots of ongoing consultation at a UK level, and the commitment for a UK AI strategy later on in the year, and and it's great to be able to feed into that, and indeed. Um, the team at the Office of AI and beyond into and to BASE and DCMS and and other parts of the UK ecosystem that's supporting that. Uh, many of those individuals were involved in the working groups for the creation of the Scottish AI strategy and it's been great to talk with them on the things we learned uh, over the, the building period of the strategy and, and what worked well uh, and certainly they've they've taken that on board to to contribute to the development of the UK AI strategy and we will we will continue to to make sure our voice and the work we're doing here is is uh, fed into that process I'm sure so so that was our first two actions they were both part of uh, the first track the uh, the creation of the AI Alliance and and then you know track two that was laid out in the strategy is foundations for success and uh, I think probably one of the biggest actions we will undertake in the this first year is is the Scottish playbook for AI and uh, and and that really laid out is is in the first 100 days is to to start that work um, and it was great to be involved through the uh, through May and June with multiple events uh, data, uh, data Fest, Data Talks, Data Tech, and indeed the Masters uh, Innovation Week that the data lab runs to really get input across multiple stakeholders to the to the playbook uh, and and who's it for, how's it laid out, um, really talking about the demand for that playgroup to have tangible, practical and dynamic content that's accessible. But we delved into it quite a bit with the leadership circle uh and i and i wondered if we could chat about that for a moment yeah absolutely
0: i mean so so first of all i, I think that, that i really enjoyed being able to come along to the some of those data talks data, data fest events and i think um i think the thing it was really encouraging about about those was just the the clear feedback that there is a need for this right um, yeah and so we're, we're producing something that has that kind of it's always good to be producing something that people are actually looking for right and um, puts but you in a pretty always good <laughs> um and I think um you know when we talked to the leadership circle about it you know that came through then in that need for um sort of this to be tangible and, and practical and and dynamic again that kind of fed through again from the engagement that we'd had directly in those those DataFest events. Um, But as I was saying earlier, um, I think also a strong sense that to make this really actionable and help people across our ecosystem and actually wider society as well actually, you know, get value from from that AI playbook, that we really need to be thinking about um, how people access that and the kind of journeys that they'll, you know, experience in in accessing that. but and to, and to do that by thinking about the kind of personas, actually, the the kind of in, you know the kind of people who will the kind of journeys they'll be on, the kind of needs they'll have so that we can map that out. So I think there's some really great feedback on that. and and I think I think that put us in a really strong position um, as we start to develop those those assets in in the playbook, Gillian. I don't know what you felt, but I thought that was a really good part of the conversation.
1: Absolutely. I think it it also helps to crystallize how how individuals and, and groups indeed will, will use the playbook uh, and and really putting your, yourself in their shoes as to what do they want, um how do they want to consume it, what would be really helpful and also maybe even an element of prioritisation because with the greatest will in the world, we won't be able to produce everything for everybody all the time uh, on day one. So uh, how do we prioritise those journeys that will have the largest impact on those groups, communities uh, at, at the right time and, and also then how they, they grow. And none of the whole point is it's it's dynamic, it's not static. Uh, and so looking at how those pathways get better, um, because if we're helping people on their journeys, um, whether that's developing new AI products or services or whether it's a, it's adopting technology, uh, in in other types of industries, if you get them to move up one step in the the rung in the ladder, as it were, actually the next thing you need to do is is help them to the next rung and then the next rung, and therefore the need for that playbook to evolve over time to really help on that those uh, steps, I think will be will be key.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one little example of just how um, you know putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Um, it's just really so important, I guess, for me that came through in that conversation. You know, I, you know, I guess I come from a technology background and so a lot of this stuff comes kind of naturally to me and I can kind of see the potential there, you know. Um, um, but it, what came through really clearly is whether we're thinking about um, how people adopt this, these technologies in their businesses or in their lives, um, or whether we're thinking about, um, uh, you know, encouraging companies to locate here in Scotland, for example. The value of use cases to actually communicate how AI can can bring these benefits and and actually the power and strength that we have here in Scotland around around AI just came through really clearly and that's the kind of thing that you know you start to you start to realise the, the value of communicating around this uh, around AI and the potential that it has um, uh, you know that that really came through really clearly for me and that that really came from starting to take those different perspectives and different perspectives that were coming around that table and feeding into that conversation, which, you know, um, well, certainly really helped me anyway, opened my eyes.
1: Um, Yeah. So um, it's great to see that activity, as I say, already starting. We've got uh, a lot more work to do on that Scottish playbook for AI over the rest of the year. Um, And uh, those personas and, and journeys and pathways that will be laid out in the coming weeks will help us then prioritise the, the content and, and and the assets that will be built that we really are aiming for those, as we said earlier, to be tangible and practical. Um, so, so that was uh, the first action we'd laid out in the foundations for success and the strategy. Uh, the next one was, was working with uh, Research Data Scotland, uh, initiating a programme to unlock the value of data through trustworthy innovation for the benefit of everyone. And delighted to see that project is initiated and it's running alongside the strategies timeframes that we laid out. Um, do you want to share a little bit more? Because obviously Research Data Scotland is uh, it's a relatively new organisation, but built on a foundation of uh, research data projects and activity that have gone on for some time in Scotland.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely on, Gillian. I guess um, Research Data Scotland kind of builds on uh, kind of infrastructure we have for trusted research in the public, uh, public interest here in Scotland, um, that uses kind of infrastructure of privacy preserving um, research and data analysis that ensures that we protect, you know, as I say, privacy of individuals, um, but then really looks to um, improve the the way in which we do that to make it more effective and and more efficient so and that's really about um, linking linkage of data about people places and businesses for research uh, in the public good Uh, and so you know as part of this work Mm -hmm. we're really keen to um, develop that further uh, and actually um Ramp up our public engagement and our public consultation on this, um, and thinking through some of the questions of that that you know um, that that raises about how we use data, um, and particularly public data, obviously, um, uh, in order to kind of inform not just policy. So it's not just about how government makes decisions. This is about things like you know how to improve um, clinical interventions, um, for example, um, you know make people's you know directly make people's lives better. So this is really really uh, not that government isn't important of course i' say government's right <laughs> but this is really really important stuff that has the potential to 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 really improve lives mm-hmm. in scotland and it's really important for that kind of research piece but it's also really important for ai and we need to be able to understand um uh what is both not not just legal because everything that we do is is legal and, and complies with data protection law mm-hmm. but actually what is is going beyond that is is ethical and and right to do and what the public are really comfortable that we do um, with what is ultimately their data, right?
1: Absolutely, and I think the the key to, I guess, achieving that level of of comfort is that open dialogue and communication, because unless you can articulate and explain uh, what is going on, what the data is being used for, why, and then the the benefits, and indeed uh, the challenges as well, let's not Uh, underestimate the importance of saying actually there there's some trade-offs to be made here there's some huge benefits but but there also might be some uh, consequences and I think that open dialogue then then leads um, we hope to to the trustworthiness which is is great and talking about that that open dialogue we mentioned that uh, you and I have Uh, Along with um, other team members, have been engaged at the UK level in uh, the the development of the UK AI strategy. But there's other national programmes and initiatives as well. And indeed, um, there's ongoing work at the UK level on data strategy, which uh, members of our communities have been. Uh, contributing to. But is there is there anything else that you're aware of, either at a UK or, or European level, Albert, that um you're watching coming over the horizon that we need to ensure we're we're aligned to, to work with and contribute to those programs? Well
0: you say Gillian, you know, the, the work on a uh, UK AI strategy is, you know, a, a great example. Um as well as, you know, ongoing work by um, folks in, for example, the Centre for Data Ethics and Innovation, and they're doing some really fantastic work thinking about, um, uh, as we are, you know, how to um, retake um, an, the, an ethical approach to use of data and put that into operation. I think the other really big thing that we're um, looking at is, well, a couple of the really big things, um, are around the um, EU's uh, work on AI, which is, you know, just so interesting. And there's been some great proposals there. And I think it's um, really important that in Scotland that we engage with that um, and that we seek to make ourselves part of that conversation about, well, how do we do, uh, how do we innovate in a trustworthy way with AI? Um, And I think there are really good opportunities for us to do that. I mean, I think we've taken a really clear and leading position on thinking about the impacts of AI on children in particular, for example. And I think that's an area where um, we've got common and shared interests with uh, our partners in the EU. And, you know, that's just one example of how I think we can foster that kind of collaboration and and seek to build uh, a really meaningful and sustained dialogue around some of these really sort of, um, challenging issues that, with our partners around, uh, not just around the UK, but um, more widely.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really interesting when you you start to look through the the, the propositions and uh, how do how do you maximise your your opportunity for foresight in this space? I think is one of the most challenging areas. How do you foresee? Um, a path that that could be troublesome in the future that you have no idea you know even if you take it round to kind of video recommendation engines everyone that's a great idea a few years ago but there's some consequences of things like that 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 no one probably foresaw and and i think that's one of the biggest challenges in the regulatory and uh uh and legislatively to, to to manage
0: yeah, I completely agree, Gillian. I think, I mean, one of the reasons why I think, um, you know, we've been, we very deliberately set our stores as, as an agile strategy, as you know, and I think that that was, that's a very deliberate um, and conscious decision because we need to, you know, as you said, we need to continually adapt um, and respond to um, the way technology develops and the way public attitudes develop and then i suppose at the intersection of those things what actually happens in the world and be able to respond in a in a, in a, in a flexible way right and yep. um, you know those principles that we've got hopefully will help us to do that and our leadership circle i think will help us to do that as well um but yeah absolutely i couldn't agree more it's it's a, a really fast-moving and interesting environment to be operating,
1: in, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is, and um, we we are planning some uh, more activity coming out of the le- leadership circle in our community, uh, reflecting on on those EU papers. Um, but but that's great. That's that's track two. We've we've provided a, a short update for everyone, and and track three, the final track, was the AI powerhouse track, and we had a couple of actions there that we've really focused on uh, in this first hundred days. The first one was look at uh, a way to refresh the AI and data technologies capability directory that will help drive and and power that engagement between AI consumers and AI creators. And that's in collaboration with Scotland Is and and partners. And and I'm delighted to be able to say that that connection is made with Scotland Is regarding their existing data capabilities directorate our directory, which has recently been refreshed. Another update due in autumn, and we will continue to work and support the Scotland Is team to ensure that AI capabilities are incorporated into that directory and, and ongoing as well. And I think the promotion of that directory, we will continue to do that through our social media channels and, and other channels. Uh, and it's talking about success in AI, I was delighted last week to see the announcement of Storm ID winning one of the AI challenges at a UK level, working in collaboration with NHS Greater Glasgow and Clyde uh, on their AI toolset around the management of COPD. Uh, the, uh, and it's, it's great to see that success from a uh, uh, Scottish organisations in that UK AI landscape
0: yeah absolutely couldn't agree more jillian that's just you know a great example of what i think that scotland's data directory really reflects which is you know we've got um not just strengths in our universities and fantastic academic base but also really you know strong um industry as well and companies here doing fantastic innovative and to take the storm ID it storm ID example um you know really successful work um uh, tackling some of the challenges that uh, that AI can help us to solve, um, yep. in this case, around health, which is brilliant.
1: Absolutely. And and last week, we also saw the latest CivTech challenge announcement. And delighted um, that, again, um, Action 3.2, as it was for anyone that's following closely, uh, expand on our AI CivTech challenge on ethical and explainable AI in the public sector. So uh, we launched that challenge as part of the uh, CivTech Launch on the 14th of June. Tell us a little bit more about it, Albert.
0: Well, I mean, as you were saying earlier, Gillian, you know, foundation of trust is transparency, isn't it? Right. And so this CivTech challenge is helping us to work through some of that. Um, really sort of thinking about um, how we develop AI in ways that are explainable um, and that people can understand and engage with it. So this challenge really is about enabling that. It's about enabling a meaningful dialogue with the public on how we use AI to help make decisions. Um, And in keeping with um, the sort of, you know, the leading focus I think that we have on how AI affects children in particular, we'll take an initial focus on, on on that dialogue with children and their parents and carers about how AI driven decisions might affect them. Um, so I think this is a great opportunity, you know, to to um, live the values that we espouse about being open, transparent, and agile. You know, we're out inviting industry, and we well, actually really anybody who's got the talent to help us solve this challenge, right? Um, Absolutely. Uh, so search for TechX, find out more, folks. Um, we we're really looking for people to help us uh, address this question.
1: Yeah, and uh, that that kind of shapes up uh, some 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 of the work that's been happening over the last 100 days since our launch in March as I say 100 days goes past very quickly but you know we are not stopping there we're just in the start of that journey and we're really excited to see that planning is already underway to form additional projects and project teams to deliver the year one actions laid out in this strategy. Uh, Recruitment for our support circle roles is being completed as we speak that will put the core central team in place that will help pull all of this together uh, and work with partners, stakeholders and collaborators across uh, the board, including all of our community activity. Um, We have full comms programme up and running. Uh, We've mentioned the follow on to the civil society engagement workshop, and there will also be the uh, follow up on personal development workshop as well. So, if you would like to get involved, um, please have a look at the website www.scotlandaistrategy.com, where you'll be able to find out more. Please sign up to the regular newsletter, follow us on Twitter, the account at scotaistrategy, and uh, you'll be hearing more podcasts. As we said, this is just the first instalment. It's uh, a pleasure to be joined by Albert today. Thank you, Albert.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Julian.
1: And you will definitely hear more from both of us, but many others of the team, the leadership circle and beyond in the coming weeks and months. Uh, thanks for, for listening. Uh, we are so pleased to have got going and excited about the road ahead and the opportunities. So thank you again. Uh, I'm Jillian Doherty, chair of the AI Alliance and joined today by Albert King, chief data officer from Scottish Government. Thank you and goodbye for now.